is not the god we want, but he's the god we need. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Sundays. Today's episode is a bonus episode taken from the unused portion of the STS Season 1, Episode 10, Who Are Q? This bonus clip features two regular guest crew members, Ryan and Steve, whose opinions about Q are polar opposite, with some commentary by T. Let us know in the comments what you think of Q and if Ryan's or Steve's opinions have swayed yours at all. If you're new here, I'm Victoria, and with me is my co-host T. Star Trek Sundays is a podcast through which we and our guest crew examine the philosophical themes presented in Star Trek every Sunday at 10 a.m. PST on Clubhouse. For more information about Star Trek Sundays, please visit our website, StarTrekSundays.com. There you'll find links to our published podcasts, my captain's log and guest blogs, links to our upcoming watch lists, and our Star Trek Sundays trading post. Please note that because this is a clip from the casual part of the show, introductions are not always done. The first male speaker is Steve. Now, on to the debate. I know Steve thinks that Q is evil, and Ryan does not. Did we Did we want to go there today? Yes. I wouldn't say evil, but then again, I, I might interpret evil because my ethics, my, my understanding of ethics is that evil is just another way of saying someone's being stupid. Um, but that's just the way I look at it. I do think Q is stupid. Uh, I do think that, uh, so two satires come to mind from other series um, that I think are satires of, of Q at the heart of it. One is um, on Futurama, where they have the uh, alien who happens to collect the main actors of original Star Trek, and uh, they cameoed on that episode and happened to uh, basically play with them like they were his little uh, action figures. I, I feel like that is exactly what Q does, though we're, that was original Star Trek cast, not uh, Next Generation, where Q was established, still... I feel like that's kind of the pettiness of Q is he may as well be a 34 year old living in his mother's basement playing with his action figures, the way he pokes and prods around humanity and, and with Picard. The other satire that comes to mind is one from uh, Black Mirror, a really, really dark, very horrific circumstance in which an individual um, takes the conscious, copies the consciousnesses of his coworkers and creates these little artificial versions of them to torment and harass and torture as members of his Starfleet crew, to which he is the captain of his starship. This is very similar to what Q does. Look at pretty much every episode now, I can say, since being more exposed and educated by, by T and his curation, it seems that in every episode where there is a Q, he gets dressed up in a Starfleet uniform, like he wants to play Starfleet. And what what is that to some higher being that has all of these uh, very very special powers to do anything he wants? It's it's a waste. He's he's just a dick. Ryan, do you have a response? Yeah. So sure, Q is an impetuous child uh from one perspective right but that that's all tinted through picard's perspective because that's the perspective we're being presented with from the show where in reality at any given point in time q could wipe out all of humanity like he he can follow through 
he's a threat in that sense that like if one day he wakes up and he says you know what i i have judged humanity he can just snap his fingers and there goes earth and every human in the universe right so clearly his intent is not necessarily i'm going to destroy these people and the challenges he presents to picard are in response to what q perceives as human arrogance right which is literally from the beginning from farpoint picard offers platitudes instead of like actually having a conversation with q and even afterwards right once q reveals that he is this all-powerful creature and he does just do whatever it wants picard consistently talks to him with contempt instead of actually like talking to him and that's in a lot of respects like that's what q wants he wants somebody to talk to him and he said come on dude engage i'm giving you all this extra knowledge by showing you what's out there by putting you in weird scenarios by giving your subordinates the powers of gods and just watching them waste it away and so yeah is q a dick sure totally but does he have a point i I think he does steve did you have a response um so you say ryan that that q has a point and and you mentioned this like because picard spoke in platitudes when i saw that scene all i saw was uh q was making wide generalized vague accusations and attributing all of humanity's sins onto picard himself or his his crew uh him and his crew and Picard just gave vague, generalized responses. Like, yeah, if we experience a challenge, we're going to try to meet the challenge. Uh, I don't know what you want from me, man. And that you kind of took as a sign to be this narcissistic arrogance uh, in response of being like, oh, you think you're so special. I didn't hear Picard say, like, we are the ultimate supreme you know, high-end, you know, platitudes of, like, we, we are holier than thou. He's just like, yeah, I, I don't know what you're asking of me. Uh, if you give me a clear situation, I'll try to meet your challenge as best I can. Uh, and if we fail, then we fucking fail trying. What, what, do you, what more do you want? And to that effect, I do think it's like Q is essentially coming to humanity and going, I'm smarter than you. Ha 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 ha. When in actuality, I think it's more likely the case. He's just this, like the, the, the most low end, low IQ individual of his own species constantly made fun of for it. And so he turns to humanity to have a better comparison and feel bigger than, than, than us and feel better than himself or better about himself for it. I think you're right to say that Q is in, in these cases and, and in almost all cases, pushing the buttons, turning the dials and seeing what happens. He's, he's, you know, he's a, he's a cat who's playing with a mouse, but he's not doing it in a way that is designed to ultimately hurt the mouse. It's more like designed to teach the mouse how to avoid cats. I think that's like the ultimate lesson that he's sort of providing you know, uh, the Picard and the crew with, if that makes sense. Well, and, and take the, the season or the show ender of uh, next generation, all, all good things where 
you know, Picard realizes that there's, there's more to the exploration of time itself, that you can be uh, in three places uh, throughout a timeline interacting at the same time, that there's a bigger bubble beyond what we understand, which was the point of that episode, right? Where he's saying like, I'm trying to get you to open your eyes at what's the real exploration, which is multiverse, which is different timelines at the same time, uh, which is beyond what seems capable and what seems rational. And that to me is what I look at as, yeah, he could wipe us out, but instead he chooses to bring us upwards through shenanigans, through bullshit, right? But we do the same thing to each other as humans. We invent rules to gatekeep, and then we say, okay, well, you got to get through this test to get to the next level. And so it's it's very much a projection of what we do already, but just projected to to a you know beyond a type, whatever type four, five, six civilization, uh, where the entire universe, upwards and downwards the scale, is their playground. Where with us, we're still regionally planetary. Uh, Steve, you unmuted. Yeah, I wanted to say... Have we been convincing? (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say I do agree with uh, Ryan about a particular aspect of what he said. Q is too human, right? So there's certain certain layers to how I'm I'm pointing this out as a a flaw, right? Um, I definitely want to make it clear. I think Q is a great character, and there is no criticism I offer to how that character was performed. I love characters that are trickster gods, right? And I love the idea of teaching somebody through humor and satire of what's wrong with what they're doing. Primarily, my criticisms are to the writers. Not that they did bad, that they could have done better. And I think they could have done better in first, like, Primarily, they should, I think, they should have characterized flaws to Picard, which they simply didn't characterize anything of what he did or said as being something that was a a real flaw. And then what was a flaw, to which I I agree with T, and I kind of still have this question, like, why would you ask Riker to do that? Why would you be like, I put you to the test to... Prove to me that you can pass a Turing test properly where there's nobody at risk on the other side of the tracks. That's so fucking ridiculous. Like, what is wrong with you, Picard? Like, why would you ask him to do that? So I feel like they could have characterized Picard in the beginning as being arrogant. Like, Picard's got flaws. He's not incapable of of thinking too highly of humanity. And if they did do that... Then Q would have had a great point to go, oh, well, let me show you how there's so much better in the universe than you, you supremacist jackass. This is where I just kind of feel like Q's character needed to pick a lane. Be a comedian who teaches with humor or be this arrogant prick who's just trying to say, yeah, I'm better than you. You know, it's just... It, it just doesn't really make sense to me that he he is so human that he's even got this this narcissism that really puts him at the bottom of the barrel of humanity. And what is it to make me, the viewer, feel like like I'm better than him? 
because I don't need to be. I feel like the exploration into the thought of the trickster god or or the cute character uh, is much better when challenged with the idea, <laughs> maybe this asshole is better than me. Well, I, I think it's it's a few things, right? It's It's that, yeah, he is this omnipotent power, and with that power, there comes an arrogance, right? Which is the idea of too much power. Uh, leads to to flaws, to to increased personal flaws, and so yeah, he he is he is arrogant. Uh, at the same time, he can back it up, in the sense that he can he has the power to snap his fingers and do whatever, right? But at the same time, he's trying to get to a point, and I think that there's there's value in that. And I'm not saying that Picard is necessarily arrogant. It's a very sort of Federation response that he gives, right? It, it is measured, it is well thought out, but the reality is, is that humans were not ready to encounter the Borg. And even if they had continued on without ever encountering the Borg in that century, when they finally did meet something like that, it would have been disastrous. So I, I still think that there are more signs that Q as a character did everybody else a favor. And also the way he behaves could just be how he sees human behavior. It's weird. It's it's like I'm trying to talk to these humans, so let me behave like a human. And there there is the criticism of the behavior. It's important to remember that Q loves humans and he loves Picard. And so what he was doing here wasn't actually shaming him. He was showing him why he loved him. He was showing him, you know, because you can rise above that, because you can, you know, because you can be better than you have in the past, and you're going to show me that. And in that, in, in doing so, you will show yourself how you are better. So in a lot of ways, I feel like, you know, Q was teaching Picard a lesson about himself. Q is not the god we want but he's the god we need. Thank you for listening. This is Star Trek Sundays on Clubhouse. Our regular show is Sunday at 10 a.m. PST. To be notified of future shows, please join the club on Clubhouse and our mailing list at StarTrekSundays.com. Today, we shared a bonus clip regarding Q from Season 1, Episode 10, Who Are Q? Next week, we'll be posting Part 2 from Racism to Transhumanism, Season 2, Episode 1. And we hope you have a great day.